Hear ye, hear ye. I am Noel, and this is the Hosting Around with Noel podcast, where we share incredible stories and create a safe space which is built on love and just vibes. Wash your hands, grab a saddle, and let's ride. Hello guys, welcome to the show. How are you doing? And it's a new month, so happy new month. And I'm so excited to be here this month. I'm so excited for life actually. And we will be starting something so amazing on the podcast this um, new month. And it's our first series. I've been saying and, and, and so much. What's your problem? This guy? Anyway, we will be starting off with let's talk about you. This is the title of the series and I picked this title so that we could get to know more about ourselves, more about people who are making headway in their safe in their own space or in their own way and we'll bring it to the limelight and we we'll talk on trivial issues that affect both you and me. And in light of this, we have our first ever guest on the show. She is a young Nigerian singer with interest in a lot of things. When she says interest in a lot of things, you should believe that that interest is in a lot of things. First of all, I think I have to just put it out there that I'm a first fan or I'm a number one fan. So the rest of you behind me, not get, yeah, get deep behind me. You're not Satan, but at the same time, get deep behind me. On this line of fans, I am the cheerleader. She is a believer who is passionate about her Christian faith. Uh, she's into music, like I said. She's a great singer. She's passionate about people and about friendships. And she also runs a blog where she shares her thoughts about life and everything comes from where she's standing. So please join me in welcoming my friend with the four letters that I can only pronounce, the remaining I cannot pronounce, Etsy. <laughs> Hi. Hi, welcome to Hosting Around with Noel. We're so glad to have you. Welcome Thank to you. you as our first ever guest on the show because you're so important. As, and as my... You want to give me a gift? Yeah, I want to give you a gift. <laughs> Name it. My my The listeners will give you the gift. Not Misha, but like, I'm just mm. thinking. I'm helping you pass your across your message. At, at the end of the show, remind me. Okay, I'll remind you. At the end of the show, I'll, I'll let you. you. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. So today we're going to be talking about mental health versus friendships. And before we get into, you know, the nitty gritty, hmm, that word is so strong, nitty gritty, before we get into the nitty gritty of why we are here, I've actually been studying dictionary, like, honestly. Nice, anyway, nice. That, that, that talk is fun that day. <laughs> when did you start <laughs> singing? Or would I say, when did you discover you could sing? Because let me just give you a background oh, okay. story. The reason why I ask this question is simply because I'm in my church choir. But there's a caveat to that. <laughs> you know when... Don't laugh now. Let me explain, finish. Okay, okay. You know when okay. you... You know, when we're in secondary school then, when we... Every time we're in class, we tend to recite the uh, multiplication table two times, one, yeah. two, or two times, yeah. four. But every time you're reciting it, you notice that there's this kind of harmony in it. Yeah. In the sense <laughs> that you're hearing... Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I was part of those people. So in the choir, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the choir and everything, but when they say people that can sing, I cannot stand up. So when did you discover you could sing? And for how long have you nurtured this gift of yours? Oh, okay. Um, so I need to put it 
um, out that I okay I was in children's choir in like when I was young like in children's church but then everybody was in children's choir so like, <laughs> I was in trigger choir. I was a conductor. I even took solo oh, wow. one day. I was feeling myself. Okay. It took nice. And I, I never took solo. I like at that time I liked to sing, but then I I don't think I had a good voice. Then I stopped singing. Like after children's choir, I think when I was eight, when I left um, children's choir, I stopped singing yeah. up until 2013 when I decided, you know what? I really like singing. Let me <clears throat> let me try it out again. And I joined um, the choir in my secondary school in 2013. And then it okay. wasn't like I liked it, but then I didn't know what my voice could do until 2015 when I joined Classical Choir in my university. That is one of the best decisions I have ever made in my entire life. So there, like, my mm. gift was nurtured, and that is where I grew um, in singing up until now. So let's say it's been like seven years <laughs> since I found out. Oh, and, wow, seven years. Yeah. That is a whole university degree plus <laughs> masters and services. Yeah. Yeah, seven years. <laughs> anyway, so how has it how has it been so far? How has you know it's music been, been it's so been far? It's been so good and it's been challenging. It's like it's really challenging, but it's something that I would love to do. You know when you think something is so worth it, so you're willing to work hard towards it. Yeah, that's how yeah, that's yeah. how it's that's how music is for me. Like I it's really challenging, but then it's so worth it because I see results and all of that. And then the community to build around music is really, really nice. So it's been really good. Of course, when, has built, been... when you have a community that is filled with people that can sing and challenge, you know, people that will sing when we're in the marriage supper of the Lamb. Of course, that would be beautiful now. I like people like us. Yeah, uh, the only thing we know how to do is come and do podcasts, sing now. You know, I would like to hear you sing. No, I really you would not like to hear me sing in Jesus' name. <laughs> Please, let's when, when we meet, when let we meet, don't worry. Well, that one, except, except I go for coaching and then, you know, you'll be my coach and then you can hear me sing. But aside no that... No problem. No, anyway, so your name, Etsy. I'm pronouncing yeah. it... Yes, yes, Etsy. Etsy. What is the meaning? Yes. I know this is just a short form because I think yeah. this is a South South name, yeah? Um, I do, yes. I heard it is Okay, Edo. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, kind of South South now. I don't know where Edo lies, but yeah, Edo is kind of South. Yeah. I know that this kind of names, this one is just short. Yes, the meaning behind <laughs> is like seven or eight. <laughs> what is like the full pronunciation and then what's the meaning okay. actually? Okay, so um, um, the full name is Etse no Genoloame. It's like a whole sentence. Eh? What? <laughs> come again, come again. Etse no Genoloame. Okay. I'll just say okay because I'm not going to try yeah, to yeah, pronounce just... it. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's like a whole sentence. And the meaning, um, the truth is like all my life, yeah. like when they told me, oh, this is the meaning. And then they're like, the summary of your name is God's gift. So like, that's mm. what I tell everybody. Oh, my name is God's gift. Like that's a whole sentence. It means something. But then the summary is God's gift. So it says gift. God's so gift. that's me, let's say. No wonder. <laughs> no wonder you can sing. Really? <laughs> How does it feel to be part of God's favorite? Uh, uh, what do you mean? <laughs> of course, that is the only way. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so you run a blog, Everything mm-hmm. Etsy. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that the blog is actually wonderful because I have been kind of like following it up for a while. That Yay. was when my fan base actually started. Oh. So, and in July, you did something mm-hmm. which I feel was the most amazing thing 
to be done on that Twitter community, in that Twitter streets in oh. that particular month. You started um, okay. the love letter challenge. So mm-hmm. how did you come about? How do you come up with it? Is it that you just woke up one day and you just said, "Hmm, okay, I feel mushy today, so let us start love chat. Mm. Let's just start love no. letter challenge." <laughs> no, that's not how it came about. Okay, so um, um, since the lockdown started, yeah. since like March, because this year I told myself that it's it this year you're going to do, you're going to go all out for your friendships. You're going to go all out for people like that was that was the plan for this year and then it was going well like i mean i was going to see people going on dates with my friends and all of that so lockdown happened and then i'm like oh my goodness how do i show people that i love them like i feel so trapped like (laughs) i can't just go to my friend's workplace and surprise them with pancakes that was so nice by the way i i like these things i really enjoyed to do and i couldn't just do them so um one day I'm like, you know what? I mean, I can I can write love letters, right? <laughs> so I decided to write one, and um, I wrote my first love letter, and the response I got was so amazing, and how it made me feel like it felt great, like I could show up for my friends even without being there. So I yeah. I think I wrote maybe two that week, and then that was in in um, April and then I was writing and writing I wrote about let's say seven eight people and then in July um the end of June was so intense like if you're on social media you know there was so much going on people had lost so many people like it was so yeah. intense and and then people around me lost one close to them and I, and then they were saying so many nice things about this person and I was just like oh my goodness like people really need to hear how others feel about them while they're alive and so I decided you know what why don't we all why don't we tell people how much they mean to us like in this next next month like I know that sometimes we want to be loved and and have these things done to us but then if everybody's thinking that we know what is going to do something so let's start doing something and yeah so I put it out there you know what guys let's write love letters to people who matter to us and then I put out a template because some people might not have any idea of who to write to so I'm like oh here's the a template this was actually helpful especially to me because again I have another background story in, sec- in primary school <laughs> I used to write love letter I was a love letter guy for hire Oh, I used to write love letter okay. for anybody. And you know, okay. you know, when you are a conductor, you're helping people champion their relationship, but you are not going anywhere. You get that kind of <laughs> that kind of thing. So that was all I was okay. doing. And you know, the template actually helped me because it made me realize that um with all the names that were there, from your pastor to someone serving yeah. you to your friend to even yourself, it made me realize yeah. that we actually don't appreciate ourselves or people around us enough. Or at least yeah. to, a, to, a, to a certain extent. Which brings me to the first question in the nitty gritty. Does okay. having a lot of people around you, does it equate to having a lot of friends? That's like you have no. people... Okay, you're, you just went with straight no. All right. No, it doesn't. <laughs> All right. So if it doesn't, then what, then what are we going to say about people who have so many people around them? But then again... You still feel like among the entire 40 people I have around me, I can only talk to five. You said they can they can only talk to five, but they cannot talk to five. They can only talk to five. That's like people that's like to say, okay, I have these particular problems. These are the only people who will show up for me. 
or you have so many people oh, around you okay um if if five is all you have then that is actually more than enough honestly speaking because the truth is you cannot be like friendships are i, I don't want to start saying there are so many levels to friendships but yeah there are kind of so many levels to friendships i mean there are things you can share with someone that you can share with another person but then it doesn't make the other person any less of your friend it just means that like oh you're much closer to this person or you've had much more experiences with this person to be able to trust them to a certain level so um if you have 40 people around you and you can talk to five that is totally fine that is so good and um, the people i'm usually bothered about is people who have five and like they have 40 they have five but even those five they don't really like they haven't built um trust with them so um so having a lot of people around you doesn't necessarily equate to having a lot of friends and also having a small group of people around you does all not also relate to having like people you can talk to you mentioned something about people there's the people who even have five friends who at the same time they still they're still they've still not built that kind of trust with those particular five people now we know that it's so important to have friends around you but yeah. these same people these same people are the people who are struggling with you know mental health and they prefer fighting alone either due to having bad experience with um opening up to friends and you know friends hitting them with that so with the safe line that you go do all right or it's just a phase and what can be done for someone who you know you want to help your friend right but your friend keeps mm-hmm. blocking you out because of let's say past experiences or whatever what can what can someone actually do for someone going through a problem okay <clears throat> okay so for um someone um it's like a friend who really wants to help but then their friend is pushing them away right yeah okay so um if you feel like your friend is pushing you away the for me um, i feel the best thing to do is for you to be patient with them because like people have had bad experiences and most of the time they live life from their experiences is not always advised but then they just feel like it's the safest thing to do so they might be going through things and they feel like they want to be alone the truth is that sometimes they want to be alone sometimes they actually need someone to be there for them but they do they don't know that they need someone to be there for them because they're like oh they're probably going to stab me in the back anyway and so as a friend that wants to help you have to learn to be patient and be present for that person most of the time they probably just want to talk like <laughs> and then they end up talking out of the situation that they're in so if you're that person that wants to help you have to let them know that they can trust you but don't push it and then also don't um, put the pressure on yourself to make them come out of what they're experiencing just be present like if you think of them you can get them a gift and say oh i saw this and i thought of you or oh let me help you with this like show them love it's love makes people open up one way or the other so I think that's the best thing to do. Just be patient with them and be present. So in your virtual events, which you held, uh, I think some weeks back, you spoke about this same issue of, you know, allowing people that we should learn how to trust others. Yeah. And also, we should learn how to allow others be there for us. Yes. How is it possible for someone who feels the phrase, "I am, I am here for you, is nothing but a myth. You know, there are people who you just tell them that 
because of these same bad experiences we're talking about, they just feel like um, people just say it so that, you know, they can actually show a false sense of care when I know in the real sense that you're not going to be there. So how exactly does such a person, um, how do you now be there for such a person? Because in the virtual event, you said that we should learn how to open up because there are some of us that have a problem yeah. with trusting our own selves. How exactly do you not expect us to start trust trusting someone else? Trust other people. Okay, so so how do, you, how do people trust other people to be there for them? Yep, yep. Okay, <clears throat> um, so this one um, is going to be there, there are two factors in it. It depends on the people that you want to depend on. And it also um, depends on you to let go of past experiences and just let be. So um, if, okay, I, I can't say if you do things right, because it's possible for you to do things right and then not end up with the set of friends that you want to really have or that you need to have. But then you have to... Um, if you have people that you trust around or people that you think you can trust around you, um, their actions will speak louder than their words. So you have to, most times when people say, oh, I, w- I want to be there for you, I'm going to be there for you, like, don't just believe them saying it. Like, you would know from the little things that they do. You would yeah, know from, from the things they do. Yeah, you would know from the little ways that they show up for you that in the big things, they're going to show up for you. So I think trusting them with these little things or noticing that, oh, this person shows up for me when I'm sad. I mean, when I call them, they pick up and and they have a conversation with me. Or if I say I need to see them, they make out time for me. Like, this is these little things help you to know that you can trust them with the bigger things so it's going to take time you have to let go of your past experiences um, still balls down yes to patience. <laughs> exactly patience patience uh, is key okay yeah <laughs> patience is key for you as um, a person who is you know passionate about building relationships with people and the rest what are some misconceptions you've heard or you think people hold concerning mental health and how it relates to you know their friendships okay okay this is a good one this is a good question so there's people think that they need to push others away which is not true you don't need to push others away when you're going through things um people feel like and for and then for the friend that has a friend that is going through something they feel like their friend has every like their friend must tell them when they're going through something if their friend doesn't tell them they get upset and that that just breaks friendship like because you're already you're like the person you're already is already going through so pressure. much exactly exactly and then you're there adding pressure to them so again patience like <laughs> you have to if if, it, if your friend is going through something and they decide not to tell you it is not yeah. on you like you shouldn't feel you shouldn't feel bad like you might feel bad but then don't project it onto the other person they might just not be ready yet to tell anybody they might not just be that they might just have not gotten that that level of vulnerability and it takes time it it will probably take years i mean there are things that i go through and then there's i still can't tell my friends because i'm like i'm not i'm not in this level of vulnerability yet and i'm talking about friends for like 11 years (laughs) friends for like five years like like i don't mean oh we were friends and we stopped like we've been friends for that long and and telling them these things, I'm not okay with them yet. So it depends on um, their state of vulnerability. So it, you shouldn't 
force your friends to tell you things when they're going through stuff. You just have to, again, be patient and be present. When you're present, they will tell you <laughs> when you're present. So those are the two misconceptions. We know that there's a God factor in everything we do. Yes. Do you have like a personal story or a testimony, if we, if we could say so, um, to share on this factor as like on this God factor on how it has played or how it's still playing an important role in your life as it relates to your mental health and probably those of your friends? Okay, um, God and my mental health. Okay, uh, can I can I also add friendship to this? Sure, sure. Question? Okay, so um, when it comes to God and my mental health, I, I thank God that I believe because when I'm going through things, you know the Holy Spirit has a way of like telling your friends when something is wrong with you, yeah. even when you don't want I used to, to talk. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's that's I, I know that that's one thing that happens. Like I can be going through so much and then I just get a voice note and then my friend is talking about something and I'm like, wow, Jesus, how mindful are you of me? So there are times or or also in times where I actually talk about what I'm going through and then yeah. my friend encourages me with scriptures and then my friend encourages me with prayer. Like these things really help and also oh my goodness, praying helps, praying helps so much when you cannot talk to anybody and then you just you just talk to God and tell God like and I love how welcoming God is like because God doesn't like you don't have to be so scared to express yourself or you don't have to feel time I mean he already knows what's going on inside you so if you're really angry you just be saying God I'm so angry this is how I feel this is I feel so sad I feel so upset about this particular situation and then the Holy Spirit the spirit that gives us joy the spirit that gives us peace lives on our inside and most of the time venting and talking about these things is what we need to help us to yeah. help us and make us feel much better so yeah. god has has a big role to play in encouragement and also in like helping you feel better when you're going through things sometimes it might just be temporarily like it's not always oh boom i pray and boom i'm fine and everything but then, is over yeah it's not always like that like it takes time it will take more so prayers in the process that you have to, you know, yeah. go through. Because this one, I can actually relate to it. I think that same July, when you started this um, love letter challenge, I think one of the things that made me pull through July was writing out to people and, you know, to just telling them how I felt and everything. But I was actually in a bad place. And there was someone who on Twitter have not like had a personal, you know, personal relationship or personal talk with her. They only, we only interact once in a while when our tweets you know, cross each other when I'm slandering Amala, which I was still slandering at the end of this podcast. <laughs> but then again, she she just sent me a message and the message she sent to me was in line with everything I was worrying myself about. And yeah. because, because I was asking questions, where is God? Where is this one? Um, is he not seeing me going through all these things? And, every, and she just came and she just said, hi, that she doesn't know why she's sending me this message, but she just wants to tell me that God is actually there and he's, and he's watching me and he's seeing everything. And me, wow. I just had to like stop what I was doing and I said, yeah, he's actually there. He has gone to go and report to somebody. <laughs> and it, it actually helped. So the God factor is something which we should take really seriously, especially praying. Because even yes. if it's not going to be something which happens miraculously overnight, it's still part of 
the process which you know yes you have to uh go through so right now someone is listening to us and the person is either going through a phase or the person is feeling like they are alone or the world is ahead of them and they are behind because of you know either their friends don't care or they feel like their friends don't care and another and another is listening to us now and he has the desire to help his friend but he doesn't just know how to because all the methods he has either tried are either you know coming back to the sender or anything what do you have to say to these individuals okay okay so for the person going through something i want to let you know that it will get better okay like you have to no you might not believe it now because of how you feel and i totally understand like i understand you completely but it will get better and sometimes focusing on it's getting better will help you and also please 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 try to reach out to someone it's like the hardest thing but it is the best thing you will do for yourself and i'm not just saying oh reach out to someone because um they might give you advice on what to do no they might not give you advice on what to do most mm-hmm. of the time yeah. you just need to talk like I, I cannot overemphasize how talking helps so much. Talking helps so much. So please find somebody to talk to. Like tell them, oh, please, I need to talk to you. You don't need to say anything. I just need someone to listen to me. Like, And and talking is a start. Finding someone to talk to is a start. You don't have to say everything at once. You can just start with like little things. Please find someone yeah. you can talk to. I, you can talk to me. I'm, I, I'd like to think I'm a good listener. I'll be here to listen to you. And you can to talk you. to me. <laughs> and you can talk to Noah too. So. And for the person who um, who is trying things because of what their friend is going through, like you're trying to reach out and all of that, once again, please be patient. It's going to take time. But please, you have to be patient. And secondly, pray for them. There is nothing that prayer doesn't change. So please pray for them. Um, trust them into trusting you. Um, they might be going through something and they they don't know that they can talk to you about it if you don't talk to them about yeah. something that you might have gone through or something that you're going through. So you have to trust them into trusting you. So you trust them with that personal, vulnerable thing and then they... It creates a safe space. Like that's how I create safe spaces for most of my friendships. I'm like, oh, I trust you enough to tell you this and lay myself bare before you so that they feel okay and then they can tell me things. So that's that's how you do it. Yeah. Quickly. Yeah. You've got sixty seconds to engrave your golden words. Oh my mouth. goodness. What do you want to say? Okay. Oh. Um you can do anything <laughs> that you put your mind to. Be kind to others and love, love without caution. Oh my goodness, love, love without caution. And let people know how much you mean to them. Yeah, that's what I have to say. Love without caution. You can do anything you put your mind to. Etsy 2020. Mm -hmm. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. So now, the most important question of this day. This question, mind you, so you have to give me, you have to think carefully about your answer. This is the question that would make us determine if you are a friend or a foe and if you will be coming back to this podcast Tim oh, okay. Amala or Tim Pounded Yam <laughs> where are you pitching your tent? Pounded Yam no brainer you are coming back you are coming back you are coming back <laughs> oh 
you are coming back. Do you know that? Do you know that I wanted to say like at the beginning? Yeah. I'm like, oh, what gift? And then I'm like, I really want pounded yam, but if you had picked Amala, <laughs> Amo, we'll just stop now. No, Everybody, Amala, Amala is not Pounded yam, let's go. Pounded let's yam say it's way. been wonderful having you on Deep Show, and um, it's as been a wonderful fan. being here. So quickly, everyone, the summary of everything we've said: be prayerful. Be patient. Uh-huh. Give them time. Uh-huh. Be there yeah. in your actions. Don't just be there by, you know, just saying it and everything. And also, don't blame yourself because you, you know, you're trying to change something and the thing is not changing. Believe in the process yeah. and follow the process yeah. through. Let's go of the past. If you're the one who, you know, you don't have, you have a problem trusting people because of past history and everything. Let's go of the past. Yeah. trust people into trusting you try out yes. try to reach out to someone try to be there and always remember like Etsy said love without caution you can put your mind yes. whatever you put your mind to you can do it until next yeah. time my friends thank you very much Etsy we you. wish to hear from you soon and you could uh, check out her blog check out her blog she has amazing contents there at everything everything Etsy.blog is it dot blogspots because I used WordPress. to change this blogspot and WordPress. I don't know why there are two camps. Just like Amala and Pauladiam. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thanks guys. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Happy Thank new you. month. And stay Happy jiggy. Happy new month.